Nobody asks more questions than a curious child. In the midst of a global pandemic, we as adults have scores of questions ourselves. Now times those by three, and we might be getting close to what's going on in the minds of children right now. Hello and welcome to episode five of Children at Heart, the UNICEF South Africa podcast. In this series, we focus on big issues around the rights and protection of children, in particular those impacted by COVID-19. If you've ever been through a traumatic event, you'll know one of the hardest things is grappling with answers to questions such as, why did this happen? Or how do I move on from here? Living in the time of the coronavirus leaves us with a lot of similar questions. But where do we go to for answers? We could all do with some reassurance right now, especially the children around us. In this episode, we speak to faith leaders who help us answer a question of our own. What is the role of faith groups in the time of COVID-19? Reverend Alfred Tsetsani heads up the faith-based child protection movement and is a representative of the panel of Christian scholars. Reverend, there are various narratives and perspectives around COVID-19, even within faith communities. What do you think should be the role of the church during this time? There are um, various and different views uh, from the church on what this is. Some in the beginning saw it as an attack on the church because they could not assemble to worship and hear the word of God. But at the center of all this, it's human beings that God loves and has protected over many calamities. It is time to revive the spirit of Ubuntu Botu and take care of those who are less fortunate. It's time for solidarity, support, and caring. I'm saying let's pray for each other and continue to instill hope in our people, strengthen our faith through the reading of God's word and sharing positive messages rather than telling people that they are condemned by God. What the world needs now more than anything are messages of encouragement, of hope. During World War II, Viktor Frankl was a psychiatrist who helped his fellow prisoners endure the horror of the Auschwitz concentration camp. In his book, Man's Search for Meaning, he wrote that prisoners who lost faith in the future also lost their spiritual hold on themselves and quickly declined, mentally and physically. In the time of COVID-19, this search for meaning beyond ourselves must surely be the primary role of the faith community. Rabbi Shaked of the South African Association of Progressive Rabbis shares his thoughts. What faith-based communities should be bringing uh, from the practical point of view is the vision, is the vision of the society as an egalitarian society, a society that um, has a space for all and, uh, and act within the fraternity and uh, ideas of uh, sharing, sharing and, and mutual upliftment. Not that uh, someone is uh, better and someone else is uh, poor and upliftment, but that there is uh, um, uh, one spirit. And as part of one spirit, we are uh, making sure that everyone are with us in this process. 
the notion of casting the vision for a more egalitarian society is sorely needed in South Africa, a country with huge systemic inequality, more so when it comes to poverty and growing concerns around food security. COVID-19 has amplified the inequalities and reminded us that while we may be experiencing the same storm, we are not necessarily in the same boat together. In many informal settlements, we're hearing this refrain. This virus may or may not kill me, but starvation will definitely kill my family and I very soon. Throughout the country, we've seen faith communities rolling up their sleeves to meet those needs. Mulana Ibrahim Bam of the Council of Muslim Theologians. There are so many great opportunities in this particular regard to be able to reach out to the people who are in need. In our own faith community, there is a multidisciplinary task team that has raised considerable amount of funds to be able to go out to those places and to help out those people who are needy. And I think this is something that the faith communities should be in the forefront in terms of reaching out to those who are in need and to assist those who are really going through difficulty in these challenging times. Faith-based communities had come together in a very impressive way uh, together to uh, look at the situation and to see what um, can be done together. Um, and the first thing I would uh, mention is the coming together around food security, first to map the situation and other than that, there is a further alignment of the faith-based communities, faith-based communities within the civil society as the hub uh, for for understanding, hub for uh, the kind of a transformation that we we need to be taking now. And it's not just what we need to do; it's who we need to be. So when things come back to regularity, we will not simply come back to where we used to be, but uh, really make sure that we transform ourselves and that we take everyone with us. We take everyone with us and not just to are better equipped to the situation. May we not return to the exploitation, the gender-based violence, the xenophobia, the abuse of our children, which has increased during the lockdown. Reverend Alfred, children remain extremely vulnerable in South Africa. How do you think we should deal with the challenges facing them during this time? Church has always been a home for the poor, the needy and the homeless for many years, even before democracy. Let's open our buildings or facilities to assist with housing, abused children and women, as well as homeless people. We need to oppose any act of violence, irrespective of where it emanates protect our children from themselves and their parents. Remember that they will be uneasy and rowdy if they are in confined spaces. It is in their nature to play and be active. They need that protection. They need to be allowed that space. The space to play and the space to ask questions. The right to be cared for and the right to truthful answers. As the knowledge around COVID-19 continues to advance, so too does the need for accurate information. The NGO Heartlines has developed an online platform called coronachurch.org.za where people can get accurate answers on COVID-19 in 11 South African official languages. Misinformation and fake news are spreading more rapidly than the virus and faith groups can really step up and play a crucial role 
in promoting truthful information. As fear, worry and devastation increase, faith groups should be the ones spreading the message of the type of healing that transcends a pandemic. There's life beyond COVID-19, but things are going to be different in families, in schools, and in all forms of organizations, including churches. Yes. I believe that it is an opportunity for the church to embrace everyone. Jesus Christ has died for all of us. He has died for the world. He has not died for Christians only. He has not died uh, for the good ones, but he has died for everyone. This is the time for all of us to embrace one another. Yes, there are difficulties. Yes, there are challenges. But yet at the same time, we also have the opportunity to reflect upon our life, to be able to become better human beings, to become more noble in our practice. We also have the opportunity to be in solitude, to be able to communicate with our Creator, to be able to bond with our family members, with our children, with our spouses. So there is such great opportunity within the challenge that we can be embracing. So what role should faith play in a time such as this? Probably exactly what Viktor Frankl and others have observed it to play. To be the catalyst that helps us turn tragedy into triumph. To offer a sense of purpose in the face of calamity. To give us a reason to hope in the future. And when we don't have all the answers to a child's questions, faith offers us this one. My dear, I don't know how long it will take or exactly how it will happen. But things will get better. We've reached the end of Season 1 of the Children at Heart podcast. If you've enjoyed listening to the episodes, or if you'd like to hear more, let us know on any of our social media channels at UNICEF South Africa on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Till we meet again, keep caring for every child.